Another Wednesday, it's gray and it just gross in Los Angeles. Still. It's been good though. It's been, it's been actually good. really good for the good. past couple of days. It's like it was 70 degrees yesterday. Dude, when it's not nice in LA, I swear none yeah. of the buildings are insulated. So it just feels like you're you're in it. Like a yeah, you just yeah. feel like a wet rat. Well, it's cause like the the whole thing, okay, for Los Angeles, the entire shtick. Yeah. Is that the weather's yeah nice. we have nice weather <laughs> that's it yeah. but it's like but it's huge i think people like don't realize how huge that's that's always the answer when people are like don't aren't you upset by how awful the people are and how expensive it is and the raging homeless population and how there's no work and angelinos always go but you can't beat the weather <laughs> yeah, but it's true like it's <laughs> quite literally like it's just it's bomb it's bomb. Which is precisely why. I mean, I think like this past month yeah. of like crazy rain. Yeah. It just like kind of killed me a little bit. I was yeah. I was feeling real depressed. Like, oh, little poopoo man getting scared <laughs> of a little bit of water from the sky. But it's like, yeah, it fucked me up. I, I have no fortitude, no, no. constitution for, for any sort of like uh, bad weather. That's why I'm here. Yeah. That's why I live here. Yeah. Because when the weather is shitty in Los Angeles, when it deviates, when it's not like perfectly 65 and sunny, 70 degrees and sunny, then everything falls apart. Yeah. This you know the saying I heard when I was a kid right before I left to come live in Los Angeles? And it's so true. Don't live in New York too long. It'll make you hard. Don't live in LA too long. It'll make you soft. No, whatever. Dude. Yeah, that's why I live in Missouri. <laughs> listen, listen. Little poopoo man can't deal with the rain i mean i just like i life i feel is, the same way though i know i know but it's just like life is is i wore i wore finite. a faux fur coat to walk my dog one night damn because i was so cold you're bougie bro i'm bougie you're bougie as hell notice how i said faux fur i was just so about to get comments yeah. in the yeah i was just, that's how you know you're la as fuck yeah, I'm, LA, I'm cognizant oh i'm i was wearing a baby. faux fur one please yeah. don't don't worry no sheer beaver here yeah. no animals were clubbed to keep yeah. me warm don't douse me with the red paint please <laughs> as i walk out of my apartment yeah exactly <laughs> but um yeah it's just it's like it's the bargain that we have struck yeah to live here it's like Our it's got a deal yeah exactly and yeah. it's the same as like being an american being an American is all about being able to get jalapeno poppers at That's Applebee's. Right. So the moment that you can't go into Applebee's or the moment that there's like riot. any sort of constriction between you and the jalapeno poppers, yeah. okay, all hell breaks loose. I would love to do a, a series of like a YouTube series where you and I just go and eat in Applebee's across America. Oh. And talk to people. Talk to talk to good normal talk to American the, folk in Applebee's yeah, and just boy, get trashed. The good boys over at Tropical <laughs> Soda Americans. Dude, yeah. how fun would that be? The show is brought to you by Applebee's. You and I just open outrageous tabs in Midwestern Applebee's and get everyone buck wild. Oh yeah, dude. We're we're going, we're getting lit with with margaritas. <laughs> we're here by the holiday inn in Boise. We got it going on. Mm. <laughs> dude we we could we could win america yeah we could win america that's how you honestly that's like that's straight up how you how you actually could launch a successful political campaign oh yeah yeah, yeah. just like don't worry about anything just vibes we got unlimited apps <laughs> at applebee i used to think that hassan packer was a commie terrorist homosexual then I saw the way he ate jalapeno poppers, and I knew any man that could eat three orders of them spicy sons of bitches, that's all American right there. Yeah. I've always wanted to vote for a man I could have a beer with, and now <laughs> I'm actually having a beer with him. That's right. That sort of thing, you know? I mean, actually, this is this is how we repair America by by consuming <laughs> one Applebee's at yeah, a time. By consuming treats, <laughs> by with, doing Jaeger bombs with the common with man, with the fucking yokels. Yeah, dude. trying to convince them that them having health care is a good thing. Yeah, 
Listen, brother, you know, you know, we both got heartburn after yeah. that, yeah. after that right. copious jalapeno consumption. So, you know, you know, it'd be great for you. Yeah. <laughs> we got some nice universal health care. Yeah. Hey, Doug, don't you love them double onion ring burgers? Sure do. Don't you hate cholesterol? Sure do. Don't you wish the uh, Uncle Sam would have your back? Sure do. Yeah. People are like trying to fucking sell like patriotic communism or whatever. No, fuck that. It's Applebee's communism. Apple, dude, I'm an Applebee's communist. Yeah. <laughs> People keep calling me champagne socialist. It's not champagne, brother. I'm a jalapeno socialist. It's, it's just the hammer and sickle with like the stem of an apple coming Mozzarella out of the top. <laughs> Made with mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Holy oh shit. man! Now this mozzarella is sticks a are so good, dude. Mozza okay, mm -hmm. mozzarella sticks are one of those foods where the difference between a good mozzarella stick and a bad mozzarella stick is very small. It's like yes. pizza. Even a bad mozzarella stick, you're yeah. still fucking yeah. eating mozzarella. I've stick. had, you know, like no cheese pull. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I've had it, felt shameful afterwards, but during the process. As it was assaulting my taste buds, I yeah. was like, this is good stuff. Like, oh, God. This is still fucking, I need it. My but body a, but needs a this. Good mozzarella stick. Ooh. That's a full body orgasm. Right oh, there. absolutely. Yeah. Some places make them real fancy, you know what yeah. I mean? And that shit's like, oh, man. Like, Mom. nice guy. And yeah, dude. They do like. Talk about being an Angelino. Yeah. Fancy mozzarella sticks. It's like, it's is like the $18. Of bougie nonsense. Yeah, yeah $18, $18 mozzarella stick, but that shit is like, dude, I will. Our Michelin chef has infused a native Bavarian cheese that will. <laughs> it's crusted in 24 karat gold. Dude, flat. I, fuck, I fuck with that. I mean, I don't need like gold or whatever, but like. They they do a good job with yeah. that. Good yeah. job to the to the good folks over there. Whether it's saving more and spending less, getting organized, or losing weight, there's a lot of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year. At the top of my list is learning a new language with Babbel. No way. Oh yes. The language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. You want to know what I'm learning? What, what language are you learning? I'm learning that Turkish, baby. No, you're not. Oh, Get yes. If I'm going to take your hand in marriage, I want to ask for it in your native tongue. When I approach your parents, I want to do it the right way. Okay? Okay. The whole Babbel process is addictively fun and easy. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons for real-world use. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it a perfect word to learn a new language on the go. That's right. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but not, Babbel lessons? Not a Babbel. No. no AI. They were created by 100 language experts. And Over 100. And their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective. That's right. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Let's go. Plus, Babbel speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. Oh, I always need help with that. Because your pronunciation and accent for Turkish right now, yeah. a little mid. No, little mid, no, I'll admit. I, there's something about being American. I feel like they just flatten your tongue out and yeah. you say everything round. Like, you know? can you do? What do you need me rolling my tongue for? Okay. Only thing I roll is the engine on my F 250. That's right. That's right. right, brother. Listen, start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. Yep. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code FEAR. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code FEAR. Babbel, language for life. You know, speaking of mozzarella sticks, Yep. I've been feeling like like a master chef recently. Oh, Because I've been, for those of you who, you know, only listen to this podcast and not watch my stream or Will's, uh, I don't know who you are, but. <laughs> there's got to be one. There's, there's someone out someone there. Someone who's just exploring YouTube and was like, I don't know, what is this? Yeah, what's going on? These two guys, fear and molding, what? Um, I've been watching a lot of MasterChef on stream and mm. and you know gordon ramsay is, a, is yeah. a certified classic for the internet people love gordo people love consuming gordo content and uh the rights owners to the gordo content are mm -hmm. not very litigious they don't really like pursue a lot of copyright and that's right 
uh, and, and, and they're pretty chill about it. So, you know, I've been, I've been watching some MasterChef episodes and I now, like every time my dad makes food for me, I'm thinking to myself that I'm, I'm Gordon Ramsay. Bro, I saw you describe a plate of lightly seasoned <laughs> cut white chicken like you would a five-star Michelin. That's chef. right. You're like, here I am looking at white chicken breast dice. <laughs> Come mm, the on. Searing, the searing on this is excellent. Lightly spiced with cumin. Which paprika. one of the hosts would you say you are? Graham. You're Graham? I'm, dude, come on. Of course I'm Graham, dude. Graham is the type of dude who's Which like, one's the restaurateur from New York? Oh, God. Joe Bastiani. He's the worst. You might be a Joe. No shot. You might be a Joe. No, Joe's like Joe's this is like, like when angry. the sorting hat lands on you, and it's like you're a Slytherin. You're like, please God, no, I'm a Gryffindor. It's like no. you have Slytherin no, traits. No, no, no. no shot, because like I'm fat, and so is Graham. And like I don't mean fat in like the physical way. I mean fat is like spiritually fat. a philosophy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a lifestyle. It's a philosophy. It's just an attitude. And Graham embodies that perfectly. He captures it. He's I think the you type also of, like his style. I, oh God! Stop! You, you guys dress like stop, dude. I do not own a single vest. Okay, I'm gonna get you a vest just to, so you can be a vest boy. Yeah, right we both. Yeah, we both got that <laughs> lesbian officiating their best gay friend's <laughs> wedding fit. Every episode, bro. Every episode, he's just like that is so true. It's it's awesome. Holy shit! But. Uh, no, I'm a gram and attitude because I'm just I'm a food is yummy type yeah. of person. Yeah. And you can sense that Graham is like that too. He's just like food. Very yeah. exciting. I will be tasting yeah. some new mm. treats today. That's mm. how I am. But when I'm criticizing food, I'm a gordo. I'm like, okay, oh, okay, okay. Delicious. Ready? Ready? What? You're on Master Chef. Uh-huh. Oh you, god. This is your five minutes. Oh no. What dish are you bringing to my fucking head? Oh, dude, curry chicken. You're making curry chicken. I just no, only no hesitation. Curry chicken. How uh, do you make it yours though, Hassan? Masaman curry. What about this fucking curry chicken, says Hassan Pika? All right. So, uh, Masaman curry with potatoes. Okay. Mm. No, no goddamn carrots. I hate carrots and curry. Wow. Okay. Potatoes, onions. And uh, what makes it me is that it's uh, super protein dense and uh, the macronutrients are actually pretty good. Okay. With a side of rice that I made. That is a bag of frozen rice that I microwaved. <laughs> nice. That's what I'm. That's, that's really what I'm making. That's my. That's my fire meal that I had for months on end. That's funny. I, I don't even know what my go-to meal would. Be. I could probably. I make Mediterranean chicken wraps too. I mean, this is. That's all I eat is like chicken. So. <laughs> yeah. That's all I know how to cook. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can. I can fucking sear a steak like a motherfucker, but, you know. That's you. I mean, you're ready for Iron Chef. <laughs> Definitely not. What else is going on in the world these days? Well, before we get to the news, the oh, yeah. reason why I brought up the Master Chef thing was sure. because uh, you know there was a DMCA saga. I saw that. Yeah, where people were, uh, you know, everybody was yelling again on the internet about. Well, a big part of it was toast catching the month, which well, now yeah is I guess erroneous. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, there's just people that push the boundaries and then to the outsider that is like unaware of Twitch culture or, or just the internet or content creation in general, they think like, well, there's no difference between watching MasterChef and watching fucking anime. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't understand. Or watching a full blow movie. Like there it clearly is. And uh, the difference was that, uh, the DMCA I caught was actually fake by someone yeah. who was uh, acting like they were the copyright holder and Twitch totally you know, cave to that. And that's a big problem. But, you know, we won that. We won that battle. You're, you're, uh, you know, you've been watching some React content yourself. Oh, I've been reacting, sir. Yeah, what are you watching? Survivor. How do you like I had never watched Survivor. So part of it was, I, I kind of wanted to have something that I could watch and, and, and have it be natively my, you know, feelings, my content. So I was kind of like looking around and everyone had always said, oh, you got to watch Survivor. Survivor's so ridiculous. And I had never watched it. Is it? It's ludicrous. It's one of the most ludicrous shows I've ever, like within 10 episodes of me watching, there was a group of guys who all took their cocks out during an event. Why? Like, to survive? They just wanted to be 
cock out. What kind of what kind of survival applications is he taking your dick out? And, no that's one knows. Some shit you would do. No one knows. That's like if we went. One guy fucking, did it to intimidate another person during the game. He just got naked. Did he? Did he have a scary cock? Was that we one? don't know. It was blurred, but during a wrestling event. Did it look like? Did the blur move around a lot? Did it have a weight to it? Listen, I'm not gonna. I mean, there has been insane shit. That, that does sound insane. There has been insane shit. One guy lied about his grandmother dying. That's just normal TV stuff. I but he like. had his friend come visit and be like, Graham Graham's gone. That's so he crazy. could win an event. Homies just want to survive out here, dude. It's, I respect It's that. a pretty crazy show. It's a pretty crazy show. Yeah. One you guy know, killed a shark. What? Yeah. Okay. All it's, right. Well. It's interesting. Anyway. You know I how I survived being a teenager? How's that? This is the worst segue I've ever done. Sure. By watching Naylan Palin, the oh. Lisa Ann porn parody of Sarah Palin. Yep. And guess what? what? Our first story today <clears throat> is going to be about Sarah Palin and sex and oh, talking boy. about sex. Oh, boy. So, you know, before we watch this, okay. I just want to give the Zoomers in chat some context. Sailor, <laughs> Sarah Palin at one point was a sex icon. <laughs> I mean, she don't fool yourself. No, no, no. I think first of all, at one Middle point, age dads sir, were pounding. Sir, at one point, how about right now in this very moment, I still have an affinity towards Sarah Palin. Wow. She's important to my. She has a place in my heart. Like Michelle Bachman went like cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Sure, more than the average yeah. like Republican uh, heartthrob does. Yeah. And now she's like into weird, psychotic, you know, end of the world theories and stuff like that. Sarah Palin, on the other hand, has always been kind of a dumbass. Uh, <laughs> but like not, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe she believes QAnon stuff too, but uh, I haven't seen it. And I guess I simp and I excuse her for Those it. Those glasses of hers. Iconic. Iconic is the only way to describe it. Yeah. She's, she just, she's still, she's still killing it. She kept it tight. Is she still doing anything political or no? I don't fucking know. Maybe. Let's see what Palin is doing. Uh, it amazes me, though, her and other liberals, uh, socialists, even, their ability to deflect from what the issues truly are and hear her obsession with at least suggestions of them. Always oh, gender and sex, even it. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You know, I, I truly believe that there are enough Americans who get it and understand uh, what her tactic is, and that is to deflect from what the real issues are. But uh, yeah, okay, take this issue though with her suggestion of dating and um, <clears throat> you know attraction to someone and uh, blaming her failures on that. Uh, that that obsession with sex. Look how the liberals, Rachel, uh, want to <clears throat> pound that into the public's head that uh, advertising who is attracted to who, what people do in their own, the, the privacy of their own bedrooms, um, all those things that have what? to do with uh, privacy and sex. The liberals, not the conservatives, are the one who pound, pound, pound after that. And um, obviously, it, it, it's a tactic so that she doesn't have to be held accountable. It sounds like she hasn't been held accountable for much, maybe in her entire life. So she does not have that foundation yeah. of accountability and, um, you know, that public service heart that uh, is uh, so necessary in order to serve well and be accountable. Yeah. We yeah, I think you're right. It is a... What we need to do is hold AOC accountable for for putting sex in our minds. Okay, I like I like this. Like, I mean, I get what she's trying to say. She's trying to say that like AOC deflects criticism away by saying she's a woman or whatever. Okay, but like the way that came out is is fucking so insane. Yeah. Where she's like, AOC is too hot in public. <laughs> And and honestly, it's it's the fault of the liberals for for <laughs> getting all the conservative men horned up, okay? Constantly <laughs> pounding sex into the minds of these these young and old conservative men. How dare you? How dare you, AOC? You dial it back right now. It's it's so ridiculous, man. I mean, I don't know. I just you know what the backstory of this is, right? No. Oh. Tell me. AOC went down to Florida. First yeah. of all, instant COVID. She dodged COVID <laughs> for two years. Went down to Florida once. Instant COVID. Immediately yeah, got COVID. Florida, not even once. Yeah. 
And uh, apparently she actually even gave COVID to one of my fans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she was like, I made AOC. And then like three days later, AOC came out. <laughs> wow. AOC wow. came out uh, testing positive for COVID. And she was like, oh my God, I got COVID. That is a, that's a it's kinda cool strand of COVID. It's kind of right cool, there, yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like a supreme drop. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, It's the exclusive AOC Damn, variant. Damn, I got that AOC COVID. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I'm I'm in contact with the uh, with the fan to come over and and cough on me. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to get the AOC strands for sure. Yeah, all the cool kids are doing it. All the cool kids. Anyway, so she was down in Florida with her partner, and uh, her partner kind of looks like you, by the way. <laughs> but like what? But I mean, have you ever okay. seen us in the same place? Uh, anyway, <laughs> I won't say for I won't say anything else. Uh, AOC is a friend of the show. Friend of the show. So he he's chill. They're in Florida. He's wearing sandals. Yeah. And like this fucking conservative <clears throat> dude's like, why is uh, why is AOC and her and her boyfriend in Florida not wearing a mask in a cafe outdoors in public, and his boyfriend is showing his naked feet, uh, not in the vicinity <laughs> of a pool or a body of water. What is like, he? Uh like an Instagram inboxer. Show feet, baby. No, he was yes. he, he was mad that like AOC's boyfriend was disgustingly showing, showing feet. feet. Not not in a not near a body of water. Like he he gave an out to, a... to the fellas. He was like, if you want to show feet, you need to be near a body of water. <laughs> you gotta measure your distance. Yeah, from you the cannot ocean. wear a sandal in Florida, in the state of Florida, if you're not near water of some sort jeez so then aoc uh, replied by being like why the fuck are everybody like what's this creepy obsession with like wanting to date me so you're like taking it out on my boyfriend now like what the fuck is this this is like not normal and then of course you know how it is yeah. when people are like called out and i think called out in like the appropriate way yeah. like in the actual way where it strikes at your cord there's a meltdown there's they a get extra hard and yeah. they're like no i actually don't want to date you at all shut the fuck up please can we kiss but like fuck yeah. you so like ben shapiro did this like video where he's like i've never seen him this animated like i've never seen ben shapiro this animated ben shapiro? yeah just like so excited frothing out of the mouth like laughing like <laughs> it was very weird and, uh, you know, that definitely proved to everyone that, like, no, they do not have, a like, a pathological obsession with AOC. So they're still talking about it. They're still talking about how AOC said… All of this was kicked off by sandals. Yeah. Well, she, she did hot girl shit. She was like, you can't have this. You know? Brooklyn Will Neff, he can. But you can't <laughs> have him. Yeah, DSA Will Neff, dude. DSA um, Will Neff? Hell yeah. Yeah, so now they're just, they're going bananas still, like, the ape shit for, like, two weeks now almost. I mean, it's been, like, a week and a half. And then… This is still going over just this one thing? Yeah, because Jesus it's great Christ. content. It's, like, AOC. It's it's a it's real… It's AOC. It's feet. <laughs> it's got it's feet sex. in it. Yeah. It's got sex in it. Um, And, I mean, it is, it is strange. Obviously, it's, like, out of… It is out of place for a congressperson to say something like this. But in this circumstance, I have to admit, there is a lot of validity and a lot of truth to the uh, to what her statement was, which yeah. is that, you know, all these people have like this weird, creepy obsession. Uh, and I think that maybe it's uh, a little bit because uh, they want to they want to see some feet pics. Maybe it was yeah. a short feet, baby. <laughs> I mean, I, that just seems like such a ridiculous criticism to me. To you know what I mean? Like <laughs> criticize a guy wearing sandals in Florida. Like, like she didn't do anything that was like even remotely sexual or or even sexualized herself in any capacity. And like Sarah Palin is the one who brought it to sex. Yeah. Dating does not automatically invoke the feeling of sex in people's minds, I think. Like, I don't know. Uh, just a very strange, it's just ghoulish, you know? Like, just finding any reason to try and tear this person down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know how it is. We, uh, uh, you've experienced some of that? Yeah, I, I know a little bit about that. You know a little bit about but that? Listen, while we're on the subject of sex. Okay. Can I 
pipe in before you pipe in just quickly? Go ahead. You seen the video of the new Durex condom where they cut a cucumber with a knife inside the condom and the condom doesn't break? No, but I would like to. It's crazy. It did things to my head. Can we watch that? Can we, we find that? Probably find it. But I, it, just imagine if we can't find it, a cucumber inside a condom and they like snap a bear trap on it. Wait, I want to see. I want to see. And the condom it. doesn't break. And then the other one is they cut a cucumber in the condom. And I started thinking, what situation is this for? There it is. Watch this. That's a bear trap. Bang. Okay. Surely it's ruptured. No. Wait. And now watch this test. Watch this test. This is insane to me. Wait, but I don't understand. Look, look. The penis is cut into sections. Okay, dude. When you and said somehow this, survives. Will, when you said this was an ad, I thought that this was actually going to show that like the Durex, the new Durex condom protects your penis from like slashes and dashes and cuts. I didn't realize like, oh no, they can make like cucumber puree with your dick, but the condom will be intact. Right. That's right. fucking crazy. Like, the condom will survive a nuclear blast. Your 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 cock will be torn asunder. My friend, the only reason why I know exactly why that happens is because I watched Demon Slayer, not to spoil, but Demon Slayer season two. How does episode, this relate to Demon Slayer? There's a demon that has this skill. It's a vagina dentata. No. Uh, so the reason why it doesn't cut is because the condom is so elastic that the elasticity is so high on the condom that it allows a blunt object, it allows even a sharp object to be perceived as a blunt one to actually cut through uh, without cutting through the actual condom itself. Can you imagine being in a situation during sex where your penis is cut in half and you're panicking? There's blood everywhere, but you have the realization. What? Why was no, that happening? But you have the realization, no semen escaped. Why? <laughs> no one would ever think your penis is being cut by like, I don't know, you, vagina dentata. Maybe in, there's in, a bear in trap. This, in this hypothetical, like you, you are having sex with like a, a, a serial murderer. Yes. In a saw type situation, and you have the 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 confidence that at least you won't produce a serial killer child. <laughs> that's Durex's wow, ad strategy, right that's here. That's pretty good. That's that's what I'd be worried about. <laughs> No, no serial killer offspring. None. Yeah, my my penis is now looking like a cucumber salad, but you know they yeah. made Mediterranean <laughs> salad with my dick. But honestly, at least no child. None. No, I. I just uh, thought you'd like to see that. Sorry, I cut you off at one point, but I no, thought you, you surely did cut something. Yeah. Uh, no, that was great. That was worthwhile. <laughs> Speaking of cut penises. Yeah. Okay. We're gonna talk about hard penises now. All right. Sure. What gets a penis hard, Will? Oh, so many things. Okay. Feet? No. Not what? close to the beach. What? No. <laughs> no. Viagra, Will. Brooklyn Will's feet not close to the beach. Yeah. That's, Rock that's hard. you have a very specific kink. When you when you see guys wearing sandals away from the beach. Oh my God. They're naughty, naughty. What about if they're like toe vixens? What about if they're, you know, if they're at the like the Lincoln Memorial? You know what I mean? Like somewhere. <laughs> oh. Like the further away, yeah. The further away from a body of water, the more inappropriate it is I, to have bare feet. I just want feet. to see a grown man pulling his leg up in front of Mount Rushmore wearing <laughs> Tevas. My boner will erupt. <laughs> Okay, let's. The Library of Congress. I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like the weirdest places where like you yeah, would be wearing sandals. Yep. All right, let's watch this. Clip. Okay, well, the scientists over at the Tucker Carlson broadcast have yeah. come up with a new solution for COVID cures. <laughs> Anything to not get the actual vaccine, they will do. Okay. Okay. Yep. And this one is. This is a this is a miracle. It's a oh. miracle drug. Let's okay. take a look at what their new cure for COVID may or may not be. Please tell me it's Viagra. Well, amazingly, there appear to be growing connections between Viagra and treatment for the coronavirus. A nurse in the UK just woke up from a 28-day coma after she got a big dose of Viagra, probably her first. One healthcare company is providing coronavirus tests along with their ED medication. Who thought? Viagra would save us from the pandemic. 
Dr. Mark Siegel might have predicted it. He's our Fox News medical chair, the man we go to. He joins us tonight to explain. Doctor? Tucker, we've been talking about Viagra. We talked about it last week about Alzheimer's, and we're doing further investigations on it now. As you said, Monica Almeida, 37 years old, she was 72 hours away from having her respirator turned off. They gave her a massive dose of Viagra, and she woke up. Now, what might the connection be there? Well, I started looking into that. A study just published out of Chile in a, in a journal called Critical Care found that this patient study did not go on the respirator who got Viagra, and they actually went out of the hospital sooner. Now, why would that be? Viagra is not just used for what you think it's used for. It also treats lung problems. It improves blood flow to the lungs. It improves oxygen in the lungs. It treats pulmonary hypertension. It treats altitude sickness. It makes something called nitric mm. oxide. Mm. Now, nitric oxide is something that the COVID virus decreases, and Viagra increases. And not only was there the study out of Chile, Tucker, but there were st several studies around the world that if you inhaled that nitric oxide, your lungs did a lot better with COVID. Japan, China, Scandinavia all had studies like this showing a big improvement with nitric oxide, just what Viagra does. So I think this is the beginning of something and further studies are going on. And I think this, this is a potential treatment. And then you mentioned Along comes a company called Roman. And the New York Times of all places wrote this up the other day and said, Dude, first of all, he, you know my man is bricked up. Okay, hard as diamonds Full on the brick. Tucker Carlson broadcast. They're like, dude, Tucker, I'm on <clears throat> it. So much Viagra, dude. it should be illegal. It's, it's funny you say that because the first thing that came to mind is the entire generation of, of high school kids that are going to be traumatized by their dads picking them up from school with rock hard erections in the Midwest. Just absolutely. Because there is a whole generation that's of dads. When you're, that's when you're so hard, it is illegal. Right. That are just like, oh my God, just popping Viagra around the clock. Now, you know, like the Cialis ad where it's like, make any time the right time. Any time is now all the time, yeah. right? Because you're fighting the big Rona. You're pulling up to, to, to whatever. You know, I mean, parent-teacher conferences, barbecue, fully erect gray sweatpants, just hard as a, you know, we this is to, a, this is gonna be a thing. This is this you're is gonna a see menace. hard dicks in the street. <laughs> this is devastating. I love that because like this is the target audience for Viagra. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're like they're already on it. So right. no, they already great. have it, but now they're on it round the clock. Yeah, um, I I'm not you know, anti-unique treatments for for things like this, as long as it's like, you know, peer-reviewed. Sure. And, it, you know, there's a little double-blind placebo uh, study attached to it. However, uh, you know, it is pretty funny that these guys will literally be like, do not take the Pfizer vaccine. But Viagra also made by Pfizer? That's good. Yeah. That's fine. Some poor mortician... He's going to have to dress so many bodies in the coming months with just rock just, hard dicks. Just like pushing the dick down. Yeah. <laughs> just like, <laughs> So many morticians are going to be like, why are all these men dying with erections? What is happening? Yeah, I don't understand. Their lungs are packed full of water, but they just are hard as a fucking diamond. They're dying because the body is ripping up all of the blood from the, their, their <laughs> lungs and pushing it directly to their cock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, well but yeah, there's more. Oh, there's more. Yeah, let's, let's hear what he has to say about Roman. Sure. That actually you can prescribe <laughs> yes. Viagra over Stiff a telemedicine is now giving home COVID tests. Home COVID tests, you can't get them anywhere but you can get them via telemedicine, via this company, Roman, and guess what you can get with the home test? You can get Viagra. So I have only one question, and I'm gonna call What's Roman to find out. Tucker, which do you take first? The Viagra, or do you do the home test? I don't know. I, Tucker? I think I know. Well, as you said, if you take it, I'm quoting, Tucker? a massive dose of Viagra, you wake up. So I think it's pretty obvious. Is there anything yeah. to answer? <laughs> Dr. Mark right. Siegel, great, great to see you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm getting ready to try it out. Thanks, Tucker. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. Even Tucker, even Tucker, who has shilled with the best of them, felt uncomfortable yeah. at the end of that What segment. doesn't Viagra cure? He knew. That was a tough ad read for Tucker. It's so, I mean, it's awesome. I'm, I'm, 
this is better than like you know the the cult leader dude who's like urging people to drink their own piss so at least i didn't even hear about this yeah there's another guy are we it, drinking piss here with the COVID? oh now? yeah we're drinking piss we're have drinking you tried pee -pee, it yet? straight pee pee dude have you tried straight it? from the source have, you... have i tried my own urine i mean to, it's delectable to, okay, to delicious get COVID, though. yeah and uh, no nah, just <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a casual oh. consumer oh got it <laughs> got it no i just like i was thinking about that like that is definitely like you have to at that point be like okay we've gone too far oh yeah like you know listen ivermectin is one thing okay i will suckle on the horse uh paste okay horse dewormer with the best of them but drinking my own pee pee uh that's a, that's a step too far my friend <laughs> like that's where you, you got a point you got to stop somewhere yeah or maybe at that point you're like i am so invested in not taking this vaccine that i will literally drink my own piss yeah yeah i wonder how far you could take it though like, oh, could you, you could take I wonder it so if they far. get I wonder if they could get people to eat their own shit. Dude, if I put a video on Facebook and I just had a lab, all you need is a lab coat. And you have that entrance where you start the video like this, you're like, hello. I work in an overflow section of Julie Mass Presbyterian Hospital. <laughs> like you make up a hospital. Yeah. And what I've seen has blown my mind. The popular media doesn't want you to know about it. Fecal consumption blasts COVID right. out of the body. We've seen a noted decrease. 11 out of 8 people yeah. have been cured. Yes, that's right. 11 out of 8. More Liberals people have been cured. do not want you to know about this free cure because they're making so much money from big pharma. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. Here's what you do. Shit into a Durex condom. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut it up. Yeah. The condom will remain intact. Take it with you through the day. Yeah. And slurp it like a protein chip. Oh, God. We have to stop. We have to stop. <laughs> Bro, during this podcast, I've had yeah. people… I've had like 11 phone calls. I sure. do not know what's going on. I guess everyone is being murdered. What the fuck? I'm sorry. It's okay. Okay. All right. Um, Hassan's back from a phone call. It was very spicy. Yeah, it was from Drew. Sarah Palin. Yeah. She was asking for Tiva foot pics. She was… Yeah. She's, uh, she heard about the COVID cure. Hassan, do you own sandals? Do I own sandals? Yeah. No, I do not own sandals. I do not own sandals. Do, do you, you own flip-flops? I used to. I have slides. You have slides? I but like I have two I have two slides. I have like the one slide that I got from like YouTube many, many years ago <laughs> that I don't even wear anymore. They're so nasty. And then I actually recently made a purchase. I got Ugg slippies. Oh yeah. And I, I wear them inside the house all the time. I fuck heavy with the Ugg slippies. And it's like is it's like the furry one? Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't show my toes. I digress. Isn't it interesting? The power of the media to okay. convince us of things that otherwise we would know wasn't true at all. I, okay, where are you going with this? Well, I'm going to tell you where I'm going. The year was 1938. And a filmmaker Orson Welles. Oh, I know what this is. I don't know the details, but I okay, go on. Well, I'm glad you do know this because <clears throat> in 1938, Orson Welles took to the radio to do a live performance of H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Oh, arguably shit. the very first science, uh, science fiction masterpiece that was adapted to take place in New Jersey instead of Surrey, England. And uh, here, we're going to listen to a little piece of this. Go ahead and hit that. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, here I am, back of a stone wall that adjoins Mr. Wilma's garden. From here, I get a sweep of the whole scene. I'll give you every detail as long as I can talk and as long as I can see. More state police have arrived. They're drawing up a cordon in front of the pit. About 30 of them. No need to push the crowd back now. They're willing to... Keep their distance. The captain's conferring with someone. Can't quite see who. Oh, yes, I believe it's Professor Pearson. Yes, it is. Now, now they've parted, and the professor moves around one side, studying the object while the captain and two policemen advance with something in their hands. I can see it now. It's a white handkerchief tied to a pole. Flag of truce. Those creatures know what that means, what anything means. Wait a minute. Something's happening. Humped shape is rising out of the pit. I can make out a small beam of light against a mirror. 
the staff. There's a jet of flame springing from that mirror and it leaps right at the advancing men. It strikes them head on. Lord, they're turning into flames. Now the whole field's caught up by the woods. Of the cars, the gas tank, tanks of the automobiles spreading everywhere. It's coming this way now. To All right. 20 yards to my right. You get the gist. Dude, what the fuck? So, now famously... That's fucked up. And as I understood it, this radio broadcast caused mass hysteria. Yeah, no shit. Well, this is the interesting part about this story. Apparently, people were losing their minds. But... I wonder why. Because they legitimately thought that, like, you know, fucking aliens are attacking. This is the best part about this. This is the part I didn't know, and it's the most interesting part. As people have dug in... To the history of this broadcast, mass hysteria was unbelievably overhyped. In fact, not many people even listened to this original broadcast. It only really reached like 2% of homes in the area because apparently there was another wildly popular, or popular like something like Joe Jorgen's Ventriloquist Comedy Hour, which was like the number one yeah. show in the nation at the time. <laughs> Uh, probably, run, right. You know, the racism minstrel show. Right, exactly. Running <laughs> That's at the right. Same, <laughs> that's right. The puppet's black and the puppeteer is white. Um, running at the same time. And so not many homes listened. Not only that, but Orson Welles announced three times throughout the broadcast, this is a work of fiction. We, we've made this up. It's all part of a... So the hysteria only really amounted to an increase in 911 calls to which the authorities were like, no, it's, it's a radio broadcast, don't worry. Now, at that point, I was kind of confused. Why? 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 Do so many people have a misremembrance of this event then? Well, not misremembrance. That's like, this is how it's been hyped. Exactly. It was hyped that way. By who? The newspapers. Because the newspapers at this point were terrified of the growing number of people who are choosing to listen to their news instead of read it. And so every newspaper in the United States, including the New York Times, published stories about radio induces panic. What is the responsibility of radio to their listeners? Can radio cause mass panic? Can radio cause the undoing of this country? And so to this day, people still believe that this broadcast caused people to go out and set their houses on fire. There's, there were accounts that this caused people to commit suicide. And it was all because radio... Was it made up? There was not a single suicide? No. That is insane, dude. It's insane because when I investigated this story, I wanted to do something. It was suggested to me, but I wanted to do something like, oh, this is great, Right like a people's willingness to buy a story. But people are even more willing to believe that someone else is the idiot, right? People are even more willing to believe that someone else is getting misinformation. And look at those dum-dums over there. Look at how susceptible they were to this. Yeah. It makes you feel smart in comparison. That's the magic bullet. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean... The obvious, the obvious analogy here is the obvious contemporary example of this is how uh, one side that is uh, a firm believer in science and medicine uh, feels morally superior to the other side that's like you know shoving horse pace down their gullet. Hassan, what a brilliant lateral! I would have never thought of something. Yeah, I never it, would have thought of that at all. Obviously, but then the other side is like, we're in on us. We're in on something that they're not. Those dumbasses. They're all gonna die. They're all. They're all gonna be uh, sterilized by the government because of this Bill Gates vaccine. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. It is wild. I thought this was a particularly good America me up. It's a it's a really good one. Yeah, it's it also is awesome because like mass media mobilizes so regularly and so frequently. Yeah, against you know obviously hegemonic capitalist attitudes that they are designed to protect. So or or the American State Department that they absolutely do propaganda for. The Iraq War is the most 
uh, pressing example that comes to mind that uh, where they in unison took American propaganda, American State Department propaganda to advance the American imperialist interests and justify straight up war and war crimes in Iraq. And, and they still continue to do this to this day. And they were threatened by a new medium establishing itself and they wanted to do everything they can. Yeah. They do this with the internet too, though. They do it with everything. They do it with the internet all the time. Papers attack the radio. Radio attack movies. Movies attack TV. TV attacked video games. Video games that, you know, like... Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's crazy how down the line that goes. Yeah. People rarely ever... The weird thing is like... And this can go too far, but people rarely ever think about the the interest that like the vested interest that a person has or an entity has in disseminating a piece of information to you. Yeah. Like they never consider that there could be some underlying material reason for why um a, a entity, a trusted institution, which liberals often mistakenly assume are infallible, uh, can can do something like this. Right. And then they even get mad at you for calling it out. And they say, you are destroying the trust, the well, the credibility and the trust of this like profoundly important institution. And I'm like, well, dude, then don't fucking lie. Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? Why are you yelling at me for showing you? Like people were upset at me for saying that the CDC behaved in a way that was incredibly irresponsible when they said that uh, you can go outside after five days after po uh, testing positive for COVID and you don't even really need to get a test. Right. Well, this is kind of like, this, that is very evident of the fact that it's like the blind squirrel syndrome where like so many people have been criticizing the CDC and other institutions for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Right. So when you do in like and criticize them for a credible reason, everyone lumps you in with the nutbags where they're like, you can't criticize the CDC. That's what they're doing. And it's like, no, they're criticizing the CDC for telling you to get a vaccination. We're criticizing the CDC for putting sick people back on the streets. Yeah. These two things are not the same. Which is like completely outside of the norm. It, there's no other country that has done anything remotely similar to that. Even like Sweden, I believe, doesn't have protocols as loose as like the American CDC guidelines. And it's not even necessarily the CDC guidance. It's how American businesses will operate uh, once they get the go-ahead from the CDC. And this is nothing but a go-ahead from the CDC. I, you know, and, and I mean, not to, not to get too heavily invested into the CDC conversation, but it's just very frustrating that people refuse to recognize that uh, there are biases in every institution. And those who are, uh, who are working inside of these institutions that have these like pre-existing biases, there's no such thing as like the objective truth when right. it comes to news reporting. I know that's like kind of scary to recognize. Dude, I, I think, I mean, come on. When when the Surgeon General in Florida is just telling you not to test. He's like, just vibes. We, we, yeah, we've, we've gotten to a point where it's like, okay. Just vibes, guys, fuck COVID. We, yeah, dude, just vibe it out, dude. Yeah. When you're feeling good. <laughs> that guy, that Surgeon General lied about treating COVID-19 patients at UCLA mm. when he never did that. And then, of course, he went into the America's Frontline Doctors uh, immediately after lying about treating COVID patients with, like, experimental therapies. Uh, and he was, you know, in front... He was at the Capitol when he was... When they were... Remember when they had the Dr. Stella Emanuel and, like, all these other doctors and scrubs yeah. uh, and, and, you know, the white coats talking about how hydroxychloroquine is the miracle cure that the government doesn't want or the uh, the media doesn't want you to have. He was one of those guys. And then Ron DeSantis literally was like, you're brilliant. Let's have you be the Florida Surgeon General. That's crazy. It's just like, it's gotten to a point where, I mean, it's always existed, these like petty squabbles that actually have like, ser that cause serious harm to the population that start off as like, team sports uh like uh competition amongst like two political factions that otherwise agree on all of the material issues that they refuse to solve um that that is always existed but now it's gotten to a point where it's just like anything and everything can be turned into a culture war issue yep and that even includes you know dealing with a deadly 
virus that could very easily be avoided, as many countries have easily avoided through testing, contact tracing early on, quarantine measures that might come across as restrictive, but still, like, you know, the government's protecting the most vulnerable people. That's what the government's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and we... I just need to... Uh, we'll what never I need do to do is do an H.G. Wells, like, remake, right? Where I'm like, there's something coming out of the pod. He's... Uh, it's a creature. He's attacking the police officers. He's ripping them apart. Oh, God, he's... He's going for a woman. Now, wait a minute. He's melting the vaccination. The aliens, that they can't take the COVID vaccination. <laughs> Just do a fake yeah. broadcast. The COVID vaccination of, is helping. Right, instead Quick, of Quick, drink your own piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's it. drinking their own urine. I can't believe. The aliens, they're baffled. <laughs> um, yeah, just do something. Like Listen, uh, I don't want to end on a bummer note, though. What else is going on in your life? Well, speaking of police. Yeah. We were just okay. talking about oh, the Jesus. police melting. Okay. Two police officers were fired. And if you know anything about cops, yeah, it's very difficult to fire them. Not easy. Very, very difficult to fire them. Unfortunately, the police um, unions are insanely powerful. Unless you're talking about powerful. their guns. In which case... Very easy. Yeah. And, and also, you should. They fire them. Yeah. If you don't mag dump every time you see like a, a 14 year old black teenager with a with a skateboard in his hands like yeah you, you might you get will, your badge taken you away. might actually get fired actually there yeah. is a famous case of that where uh someone refused to uh shoot uh someone who was like clearly suicidal yeah and then they fired that I, I know officer that. all right let's what is this what is this story is this gonna bump? well yeah. you know they you know what these two cops they were fired for being gamers, Will. No. That's right. Gamers are oppressed. And that's true. Officers who were fired in 2017 for playing Pokemon Go while on the job <laughs> have been denied reinstatement by a judge. According to court documents, police car cameras captured the two officers discussing how to catch the Pokemon character Snorlax <laughs> while ignoring a backup call about a robbery at a nearby Macy's. <laughs> The officers tried arguing that the car recording should be dismissed because they were private conversations, but both the lower court and the appeals court disagreed. <laughs> Dude, I love em. that. Promote them. I love that. It's like... It's a stressful job, dude. Yeah, totally, bro. Sometimes you just got to go catch that Snorlax. It's like Snorlax aren't even that fucking rare, dumbass. If only they knew that they just needed a pokey flute to wake them up. What a bunch of dummies, dude. That's it. That's why it's like you can't be too smart. Uh, they they literally IQ test you, and if you're too smart, you can't be a cop. Yeah. <laughs> this is the reason. Wait a minute. Snorlaxes are rare. Uh, they're not that rare. You only get one opportunity to catch them in the original game. Oh, is that well? You no, wake in, them the, up with the in the Pokemon Go, I'm pretty oh, sure. In Pokemon Go, they might not. Be yeah, there. but um, what's your favorite Pokemon? Quickly, who would you lose your job over? What Pokemon? Yeah. Would I want to cash lose my job over? Yeah. If you could have a Pokemon in my real life. My favorite Pokemon is different than who I would lose my job for. Like, my favorite Pokemon is not that rare. Who's your, I'm saying in real life, if you could have a Pokemon, who would it be? In real life? I mean, you get I think one real Pokemon. One real this Pokemon? This is your Pikachu. He's following okay, you Okay, Mewtwo then. Like, what do you mean? What? I'm like, what? Like, that's dumb. Ew, you're like a fucking Patriots fan. You're like a front runner. Okay, well, you're like, I'm I got sorry. the biggest, strongest Pokemon oh, in the game, sorry. dude. Man, what, what do you want? You're like a big truck right, guy. Tell me a what that Squirtle. A Squirtle? I fuck heavy with Squirtle, dude. He's got the shade Squirtle squad. That dude. Well, okay, do you want to know what my favorite Pokemon is, though? That's what I want. Uh, Hitmonlee. That's a great Pokemon. I love that. So much cooler than Mewtwo. Yeah, it's just like, it's so sad. Dude, because crypto like, guys have Mewtwo. Yeah. Deadass <laughs> crypto bros are like, I got a fucking gang of well, Ethereum. Said, My you, Mewtwo carries it around. Okay, first of all, you said, which Pokemon would you choose? Implying yes. that I only get one shot. I'm yeah. going to want the most powerful one. No, you... Your, the power of your friendship makes him strong. That's Did not Ash true. Ketchum teach you nothing? Yeah, no, he got Pikachu has buried. Bro, he literally had main character plot armor. Okay, that's Pikachu the only reason. Pikachu has buried some of the strongest Pokemon. That's true. It's all about belief. But I, but, okay, well then Hitmonlee would fucking get absolutely ass clapped by everybody. Because like, no, he, he has one of the weakest. 
Bro, his powers are so weak. They're like human powers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Submission. Oh, he's very good at seismic kicking. throw. Yeah. Seismic oh, toss. sick. Like you can fucking kick hard. Dude, I'm gonna tell you the the God's honest truth. Strength in Pokemon has nothing to do with physical ability. It has to do with uh, diversity of moves. If you can use a move from multiple types, that's what makes you strong in the actual like Pokemon arena. It's interesting. Yeah. I have not played in a very long time. That's a lesson about diversity. Yeah, it makes our it makes us strong. I'm that's me trying to create propaganda to to, to kill the white race. Dude, I I'm see that. that. Pokemon is actually yeah. yes. Pokemon is actually uh, uh, a a uh, Japanese invention to destroy the white race in the United States yes. of America for. Yeah. For Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Yes. This like, is the, it's a long con. Yeah, that's what happened. And then anime. They were like, we're going to make anime and we're going to destroy Dude, America. I'm, I'm so glad you told me your actual favorite Pokemon, though. What? Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we it's different. That's why I specified. Did you have good I'm a fan of Gyarados, Pokemon? too. Uh, oh, Gyarados. That's a good answer. That's a fucking Gyarados great. rips. Yeah. And he's cool as fuck. He's like Have you dragon. ever caught a shiny Pokemon? No. Would you ever do a stream catching a shiny Pokemon? Probably not. Hmm. I feel like it's too much time that you need to spend trying to catch a shiny I Pokemon. bet people would go crazy for that stream. If you just like, if I spent hours and hours trying to catch a shiny Pokemon? Yeah. There's probably a trick to it, right? No. It's just completely I mean, randomized? there are things that can maximize your chances, but you're, you're going to spend a few hours no matter what. Mm, interesting. Do you need like a Master Ball or whatever to get it to? to no. No, no, you don't need a Master Ball. Oh, shinies don't like just, escape. Just catch them. They're just shiny. Yeah, but they're do like they're dope. Why? A, because a, they're rare. A red Gyarados, a gold Geo dude. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's crazy. I respect that. That's crazy. Are you nuts? Red <laughs> Gyarados is pretty tight. Yeah. So that's what shiny is. It's like a different color. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't. I didn't even know that. Oh yeah. They're I've seen cool. like videos of people catching like shiny Pidgeotos or whatever. Yeah. Do or which one's the really rare one? The one that's like 1 in 1.4 million chance or something? Oh, oh, I don't know about that. Okay, There's whatever. Some... It was like a it was like a pigeon, the pigeon oh, one. Oh, Pidgeotto? Pidgey? No, the first the Pidgey. first version of that, I think. Pidgey. Yeah. Do you know that a big part of my gaming lore comes back to Pokemon? I don't know if you ever know this story. No. My family was barred from buying me video games. Wait, for why? For holidays. Why? Because when I was a young man, and Pokemon Yellow came out. Ooh, it's the best. It's pretty good. You got Pikachu following you around. You're yeah, it was just like red, green, uh, blue didn't have that same hit. That there was oomph. never a green. No, there was a green. Eventually, but not with the original. Yeah, I know. But I, I had a green where I have a fun Pokemon story too, but go on. Okay. So I, one Thanksgiving, I had just been given Pokemon Yellow. And I was deep. I was deep in the ether, right? And yellow was basically just a port of blue and red for Pikachu. But I was. Well, I thought yellow was the first. No. Blue and red was the first. Blue and red were the I'm first. I'm having a Berenstein Bears moment right now because yeah, I yeah. always thought yellow was the first and then they made blue and red and no. then they made green. Blue and red were the first. Okay. But, but I was chugging my way through yellow and it was Thanksgiving. And I had a tradition that my family members made up. Uh, where to, to to make a fool of me, where I would launch a turkey leg into the neighbor's yard every year, and this. But your neighbors hated that. Hated it, and they it brought us good luck. But I was a kid; I didn't know. They thought it was hilarious to watch a kid go launch a turkey leg into the neighbor's yard. Okay, great. So this was like a big part of my life was launching the turkey leg. Uh, my dad had his best friend over, who was a surgeon, and he wanted to display his skills, so he cut the chicken up or chicken turkey up in a way where it was like all laid out meat perfect slicing but did not leave the leg for me to launch in the neighbor's lawn so i was very email and i took my game boy with the light and i went in a closet and during the meal i played pokemon yellow the entire time with that light with the with the little fucking one right. little thing right. and it never lit it up properly never and it's skipped, the worst skip dinner <gasps> and my aunt was so livid by the by this she was like we're not buying him games anymore no way. And your family complied? Complied. But gay. this led to me taking dance classes for years because my mom bribed me. She said, I'll give you money to dance. And I said, 
mom, you're going to pay me? And she's like, yeah. She's like, name your price. And my like 10-year-old mind came up with the biggest number I could ever generate. What was it? $200. That's and, a lot of money, and bro. And I, I smirked. I smirked. I was like, $200. And she's like, done. What? That is a, a, that is a lot of money for a 10-year-old, and, and I bro. I bought Zelda. I bought a few games like that. But I literally danced. I danced. I danced. I to danced. To get video games. And so that's like a big part of Will Neff lore. So weird. When you like, when you go so far white, like when you, <laughs> when you go, like there's a spectrum of whiteness where like you got, you know, you got the normal whites that are yeah. like dancing, that's gay. Yeah. And then when you go so white, they're like, oh no, you must dance. He has to dance. You must dance. He's got to express himself. Yes. He's got all this energy trapped inside his body. There's not a dancing. better way of demonstrating machismo than dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's hotter than a good dancer. Yeah, I love that. Yep. That's an awesome story. Yep. My uh my Pokemon Yellow was yeah. stolen. No. Yeah, with the Game Boy. Wait, this at is a, Hassan at a at a a bowling alley in Turkey at a birthday. A Turkish bowling alley? Yeah, like in Does in, such things exist? Yeah, of course. Um so this was when I was in Ankara and I was like super young when it was like when it had first come out and like in Turkey, we didn't have Game Boys and shit. You know yeah. what I mean? It was like very rare. Can I ask a question? What? What food do they serve at a Turkish bowling alley? I think they serve like chicken tenders and stuff. No shot. Yeah, of course. They do. Turkey's obsessed with like American culture. I mean, it wasn't great chicken tenders, but like we had nuggets. I would, listen, now I wouldn't blink an eye. But that was what? 25 years ago? Yeah, 20? it was a long time ago. Yeah. Not 25, but like 20. It's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, no, they had it. It was like a very this was this was special. This was like a like a unique uh, okay, okay, this was okay. a unique uh bowling alley for Forgive Ankara at the time. <laughs> they 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 got basketball in Turkey over there. I can't um, believe it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, you're right. Yeah. It, it was rare at the time. Um and they would make like hamburgers and stuff, but the hamburgers were dog shit. Anyway, so yeah, it was really rare. Yeah. And I had a Game Boy and I had the yellow and I would yeah. play all the fucking time. And someone just stole it when I went to the bathroom. No. And I never found it. No. And I cried so much. They took your friends. Yeah. They took When yeah, you exactly. steal Pokemon, yeah. you steal someone's friends. Someone stole my Pikachu. Like, that's crazy. My Pikachu that followed me everywhere I went, oh someone stole that from me. Did you ever get a new one? Uh, I eventually, my parents were like, they thought gaming was bad as well. Yeah. So they did not want to spoil me. Right. And they thought that like gaming was just like, you know, distracting me from all the other shit that I should be doing instead of gaming. So uh, they they rarely ever, they thought it was my fault and my failure to have allowed someone to steal my Game Boy. And, and <laughs> precisely for that reason, they like didn't really get me another one oh, man. for a very long time. This is good, Hassan. This is yeah. a good lore session. Yeah. So I. Uh, When's the last know. time you played a Pokemon? When's the last time I played Pokemon? I don't know. It's been a very long time. Hassan, can I tell you? Someone sent me, uh, like, uh, in the PO box, a Game Boy Color with a yellow, uh, with a with a Pokemon yellow in it. Hassan. What? Yeah, play it. I mean, the new ones are like there's like a Zelda type Pokemon game, isn't there? It's coming out. Yeah, I'll play that when it comes out. Dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I played Sword and Shield. The it's nostalgia good. was good. It's good? It the hit. music? It just, everything kind of hit, dude. It was just like a pure, simple, contained Bleep. world. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. The, the, I, just, I still remember like having traumatic experiences of like the scary… Uh, like the scary maze hall, basically. Yeah. Where there's like all the abracadabras and shit. Yep. And the gas type Pokemons. I remember that. The tunnel Dude. where if you don't have flash, it's just pitch black. Oh, yeah. Yep. Dude, that was like before. For me, at least, I didn't even know like Game FAQ existed. Yeah. I don't even think it existed at that time. So you had to just like… Grind it out. You had to just keep trying. Bro, I, I was actually replaying uh, Orcarina of Time recently. And I'm like, I'm going to do this as an adult. No, like, walkthrough or whatever. That shit is hard, bro. Yeah. I don't know how I did that as a kid. Just 
sheer brute force manpower. Dude, just, just, yeah. Just, just hours. Just playing the same section over and over again. You well, did it like the way people now write guides do it, which is by trying every ounce uh, and every yeah. inch every possible. Yeah. yeah. That's, well, that's a better be note to end it on. With Elden Ring together. Yeah. yeah. Unless you know what happens if you don't play with me. Will says he's going to kill me if I don't play I, know, I said murder-suicide. He did. He said murder-suicide. <laughs> I, listen, I, I, my, I'm I can play take Elden a lot. Ring. I'm going to play, I'm gonna play with Grimes. I can take a lot of infidelity, infidelity in our relationship. Dude, Elden Ring is so if good. If you play Elden Ring with someone else, that is the equivalent of revenge porn. Dude, That's like publishing my nudes on the internet. It's so good. First of all, you would love it if I publish your nudes on the internet. Stop. Listen, <laughs> That's the end of this episode. Guys, uh, it feels great to be back from COVID uh, healthy and better and be bringing you uh, a show that we both love making. So, guys, thank you for the suggestions on America Me Up. Keep them coming. I'm obviously reading them. Make sure you like and subscribe and do all the things that you can to support us on whatever platform you're listening to us through right now. And uh, tell your friends, get them listening, and we'll see you next week. Anything from you, Hassan? No, peace. I have to pee real bad. All right, Hassan. Just been holding it bad. in. All right, but. I'm saying it, dude. When you go on holiday, there is no finer achievement than doing absolutely nothing. Nothing on the beach, nothing by the pool, walking kind of nowhere and chatting about nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight. So you can have a bit more money to go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing. Expedia, made to travel.